It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. So, Eckhart Tolle, I am so happy to see you. Even remotely, I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> Me too, happy to see you too. Well, you're in British Columbia right now? Yes. That's right, and it's raining a little bit. Well, you and I go back for such a long way. I'm so happy that you could join us for Super Soul Conversations. Thank you for being with me. I, I, I'm excited because I remember a couple of years ago having you over for dinner you and Father David at my dining room table. Yes. And we were talking about the world and how there, there was something, something big needed to happen to get yes. the world's attention so that we could unite ourselves in one voice and one cause. And we were all saying, hope it doesn't have to be catastrophic. And you said, but probably will be. Yes, yes. And now yeah. it has happened. Yes, yes. So right. here is, I see, an opportunity for us to reset ourselves. What do you think of all of this that's happening to us now? Yes. Well, reset is a good word. It's an opportunity for reset. And uh, it was absolutely necessary. Uh, important thing to understand. Um, Why was it necessary? Why was it necessary? Ah, uh, because we need uh, an evolution of collective consciousness. Collective consciousness is still to a large extent trapped in ego. You can see it when you watch the news and so on, it's reflected everywhere in the world. Enormous amount of conflict, ultimately unnecessary conflict that's generated by the egoic consciousness in humans. and. Uh, the big, the, the, what's happening now, of course, understandably, is perceived by most people and experienced initially by most people as something bad. It's not a good thing. Nobody would say, oh, it's great that this is happening. Uh, if we immediately say it's great that this is happening, that perhaps will not be understood by many people because that is not how they experience. Because too many people are suffering. Too many people are suffering. Yes. Some suffering, of course, comes from an actual situation they find themselves in. And then another significant percentage of suffering, of course, is generated by the human mind by creating 
unnecessary scenarios that generate fear and anxiety. That's uh, very common when people don't realize that uh, it's important. One part of waking up is uh, to become aware the of the contribution of your own mind to the suffering or the unhappiness that you're experiencing. Well, everything you've taught me over the years about present moment living, down to when you're washing your hands, which we're doing far more of now than ever before, really be in the moment of washing your hand and filling the soap on your hands. I, I practice this all the time, walking down the stairs, actually being with each stair so that I know when I get to the platform whether that's the 13th one and now you got 12 more to go. I mean, fully present in everything is the thing, is what has saved me in this moment of the pandemic and crisis. Because what I, fi I find being my age, having had pneumonia last year, pre-existing condition, I can watch the news and get myself overwhelmed with you know, the death toll and how many people in your city, your county, and only by coming back to the present moment and reminding myself that in this moment, I am breathing, I am fine, I am okay. Yes, and of course, when you're experiencing some form of adversity in your life, then it becomes even more important to be in the yes. present moment because yes. if you're not, you suffer, you suffer a lot. So it's an invitation of becoming present. Uh, and then you realize that when your attention moves into the present moment, the situation is not, in most cases, not unbearable. It's actually Let's say it's okay, you can accept this moment as it is, and then perhaps you can go deeper and actually realize that even now there's a lot to be grateful for in this moment, for the light that comes through the windows, nature that you might not have nature where you live, but you look outside, your breathing, the aliveness within you, there's a lot still to be grateful for. I think the very important thing to understand is uh, for people so that they can come to accept this situation, there's a law of polarities in this world. And the law of polarities is you have on the one hand, you have what we could call order. So order means when order is in your life, you're able to think positively, you're able to create, there's a structure to your life, things are going relatively well and you're, you're contributing, you're creating more order. And you want, we all want to live in an ordered universe where things are going well, everything is fine, everything is working as it should, there is a movement of growth and, and so on. But what we tend to forget is that there is a law of polarities. The, there is not just order in this world, there's also periodically the other polarity, which we could call disorder or chaos or disruption. And no matter how careful you are in your life, and you should be, you should always strive for order in your life, but no matter how careful you are, how creative you are, how much positive thinking you practice, at some point you will experience the other polarity of life where something gets disrupted either in your personal life, like breakdown of a relationship, loss of a job, loss of income, illness, somebody close to you dies or suffers, 
you lose your home, all kinds of things can erupt into your life. Even people who are very good, good at creating and doing, they will experience at some point the other polarity. If you live long <laughs> enough, you're going to experience the other polarity. Yes. So we need to know the other polarity is actually necessary. Real growth, which is spiritual awakening, spiritual deepening, usually does not happen when things are going well. Although it's great when things are going well, we should strive for things going well. But the deepening happens when suddenly disruption happens in your life. So I often say it's very unlikely that you will experience spiritual awakening when you are in your comfort zone. Although it's wonderful to be in your comfort zone, but that's, that's not where it happens. And so the the other polarity... That's where you can intellectualize it, is what I found. That's when you, yeah. I'm reading the book, and the words are great, and it's resonating it's, with me. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but when you're out of your comfort zone is when it gets put to the test. Exactly. That's like reading recipe books on how to cook, but now you actually you have to start cooking <laughs> to, to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so the disruption or the chaos or the disorder can often or usually manifest in, in your personal life. But periodically, this period of disruption happens collectively when it affects millions of people at the same time. And this is what's happening now in the Western world. This is something that we haven't experienced for a long time, where millions of people's lives are disrupted, chaos erupts into their lives, on a collective level. This hasn't really happened in the Western world since the Second World War. Don't go anywhere. More to come after this short break. No two travelers are exactly alike, and that means no two trips should be either. Texas' vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. Are you a beach person? Well, you'll be having fun under the sun with Texas' 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies can't get enough of Texas' world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, Visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. So what should we be doing now to handle it? I mean, I know what I personally am doing that book, The Power of Now, and the message that comes from a new earth, and everything that you have spoken of and tried to, to teach your whole life is more valuable to me now than ever before. What, for people who haven't read those books or need a reminder, should we be doing now 
to deal with the quarantine, the sense of isolation, the fear in our minds, all of that. Yeah. Can you speak yeah. to that? Well, the most important thing is to uh, realize the importance of your state of consciousness. We tend to give an excessive importance to external things, completely disregarding our own state of consciousness. So what is the state of consciousness with which I meet this situation? So become aware of what your mind is doing. Is the unhappiness, let's say you're experiencing unhappiness, is it actually produced by this, the situation I'm in in this moment, which may not be the most pleasant situation, or is the greater part of the unhappiness that I'm experiencing produced by a narrative in my mind? Yes, uh, yes, 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 Eckhart, let me interrupt here. Because yeah. one of the greatest lessons I learned, and I think I learned this in A New Earth, um, is that stress is wanting the present moment to be something that it's not. And all suffering comes from that. And so yeah. the ability to do what the five stages of grief call for, and I know a lot of people are going through real grief with the loss of loved ones, and other people are just grieving not having the life that they are accustomed to and want to get back to normal. And in either instance, whether it's really grieving someone who was close to you and not having had the opportunity to even have a burial or funeral that so many people are going through, the sooner you get to acceptance, the better your suffering will be, correct? Uh, yes, that's a great lesson to learn when things are not going well in conventional terminology, that you come to accept the present moment as it is. You don't need to accept the totality of a situation, like saying, okay, sometimes people don't understand what real acceptance is. They think, okay, I need to accept that my life is completely fallen apart now, that I, there's, nothing, there's nothing I can do anymore. It's all been completely useless. Eckhart says I need to accept it. No, that's, the, that's all you need to accept is this, this moment as it is. You know, I think a lot of people six weeks in are having trouble with that. They like want to be out except that we need for this moment to continue to keep ourselves safer at home and that by going out too early, we not only endanger our own families, you endanger other people's families. Uh, yes. And so the sooner we can accept that then and stop resisting the fact that you want to be somewhere that you're not, things get better. Yes, and also with the acceptance, the acceptance is very significant when you completely accept this moment as it is, which doesn't mean that you cannot take action. You can still take action on the basis of this moment is as it is, but this is what I'm going to do. That's fine. More intelligent action arises out of acceptance of this present moment than out of rejection of the present moment. Because I think so many people's anxiety is based upon what they're creating in their minds of what could happen. What if, what if, what if. And yes. what you've emphasized over the years is that the only moment you actually have is now. And when you get to that moment where the if could happen, that is then the now. Yes, it's always the now. It's always when the now. The moment the future comes, it's no longer the future, it's the now. It, there is nothing else but the now. To fully understand that is an awakening. Not just intellectually understand it, but experientially understand what that means that your life and the now are actually inseparable. 
Your life is always now. And then you can ask, this moment, is that so terrible? And mostly you have to say, no, no, it's this moment is just is as it is. Now, even if you're in the midst of having lost your job, even if you're in the midst of having lost a loved one, you can still come back to this moment right now. Yes, this moment. And become be when then it's hard not to worry. And you have a you have a tell us what you believe worry to be. Well, worry is of course you're creating a, a narrative in your mind about a future situation that is not good or worse than than this, what you have now. Something is you're losing something, and then the emotion that you're experiencing reflects the narrative that your mind is creating, but it's not the reality of what's going on now. It's a mental creation. Um, We need to mention here something important at the present time, especially for millions of people, and that is the factor of uncertainty. A, A huge amount of uncertainty has come into people's lives, which means you do not know what's going to happen. Before you thought you knew what was going to happen, but ultimately that was an illusion too. But at least you thought things were relatively ordered. So to, this is a very important spiritual practice to observe this thing in your life that we could call uncertainty. And instead of rejecting uncertainty, coming to terms with uncertainty and accept the uncertainty of the so-called future. Because ultimately... To realize fully that the next moment is totally uncertain is actually a deep realization that applies in any situation. We are all one heartbeat away from the death of the body. So, Thanks for that uh, reminder, Eckhart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, but it's, it's true. The, You're one heartbeat away. Yes, and this. this and is it my, was never guaranteed. It's never been guaranteed. No, and that's why it's so important even here to become aware of death not as a negative thing, but to become aware of mortality, not just as an, as an intellectual idea, yes, I'm going to die. Death is all around us. Normally, we, we're not really aware of it. I mean, every year, 30 to 50,000 people die of flu in the United States alone. Every year, 1,200,000 people globally die in traffic accidents. 1,200,000, many of them young. So there's the, the uncertainty is always everywhere around us. So we need to experience the deeper dimension of who we are in order to understand death and go beyond the fear of death. May I just briefly point out how that... Um, it's the realization what you can what you can perceive with your senses about yourself. You have a body, and that the body is what many people identify with as, as who they are. Uh, but essentially, almost all of what you are is invisible. If uh, let's say you die, or I let's say I die at this moment and a surgeon comes and cuts open my brain and looks for me, he's not going to find me. He's not even going to find a single memory that is in my mind that people say. I can remember there's millions of memories, but they're all, even the memories exist in the realm of the invisible. 
no surgeon could find a single memory by opening up your brain. You think when you were 10 years old, you can suddenly remember the house you lived in when you, or your room when you were 10. Where was it? Is that house in a molly? Is a, does this memory have a physicality to it? Or is that already something that exists in the invisible realm of consciousness? So all this, nobody can find you in the realm of physicality. You, so that means most of what you are is invisible. Not only the thoughts, but even more deeply, the consciousness that you are is totally beyond the realm of physicality. If you can become aware of that invisible you at this moment, become aware of yourself as a conscious presence that is deeper than the person. At this moment, the thing that is beyond doubt is that you are conscious at this moment. Sometimes philosophers ask, is there anything that you cannot doubt? Descartes, the French philosopher, said, well, the only thing I cannot doubt is that I'm thinking. And so he said, I think, therefore I am, the famous statement. But he hasn't gone deep enough because below thinking, there is the realm of the unconditioned consciousness, just we could call just awareness. It is beyond any doubt that is at this moment you are aware. Yeah, it's the thoughts. We've had this conversation so many times that you are not your thoughts. You are the awareness of the thoughts. The awareness. No, if that is the invisible you, I would suggest that that is what Jesus called eternal life, what Buddhists call the deathless, the deathless realm. That is the deathless or the eternal life in you. That is who you are beyond the form of you. And when you realize that, you begin to lose your fear of death. You don't really need a belief, or it's comforting to have the belief that, that you are going to, after death, you are going to still your soul. And be united with your loved ones. It's comforting ones. to have the belief, but it is much more important to have a certain realization of who you are beyond form before you die now you are the awareness i am the awareness and to sense this experientially who are, who am i essentially without any memory of my past or without thinking of the future who am i at this moment if i don't remember my past and don't think about my future what is left of me if i remove all these thought structures, what is left of me is the sense of presence or beingness. I am. All you know is I am. I am. And, and that, that can get you through this time. Also, one of the things I think that can help in this time is, I remember we were sitting at our table having this conversation a couple of years ago, obviously before COVID-19, and you were saying civilization does not always move in a straight line of consciousness, that oftentimes we move forward and then we take steps back. Yes. And yes. then you end in a dark age period or you end in a yes. period of non-enlightenment and then something happens and then people take three steps forward and then a yes. hundred years later. So I remember you leaving and saying, well, if we take steps backward and you end up in the dark ages, it'll only last a couple of hundred years. And I went, a couple of hundred years. <laughs> 
But in well, this moment, we have an opportunity to take a step forward as a collective consciousness that benefits from what we've learned. What do you think that would look like if we could do that? Well, it all starts, the, the collective is, it starts with the individual. So it starts with you. The shift in consciousness starts What are you with willing you. to see about yourself in this moment? Yes. So... You can't have a collective until everybody is willing to do it for themselves. Yes, if enough people are able to experience this, what we could call a shift in consciousness, then then the collective changes and then what we call the world changes because the, the man-made or the human-made world is a product of the collective consciousness. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank. Some things should be boring, like banking. Boring is safe and reliable. You don't want your bank to be entertaining. Entertaining is for podcasts with inspiring celebrity guests, not banks. PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is the service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Inc. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Do you think that this moment where we have literally been stilled, you gave us the book Stillness Speaks, we have obviously been put behind our own closed doors to get still with ourselves. Is this not a moment where we can have an opportunity to unite in how we now see the world differently. Yes, yes. It's like some higher intelligence had said, what you need now is to go to your room and be still. <laughs> there was a famous French philosopher, I can't remember who it was, maybe Pascal, who said, all the evils of the world are due to people's inability to sit quietly in a room. <laughs> All the evils of the world are due to the inability of humans to sit quietly in a room. Of course, the implications are quite deep, because by saying to sit quietly in a room, he's saying more than that. He's pointing to a state of consciousness, of alignment with the present moment, and to have inner stillness, rather than just not move. Inner stillness. Yes. Something important that you left me with a couple of years ago, life-changing for me because it changed the way I listened to news, read news, received news. You said everybody gets caught up in the partisanship and in one political organization or another. 
and that the media is equally as hysterical. Yes. And if you watch it now, you can see that the media plays, it's like a reactive role, and it just is a cycle that continues over and over again. And I think if you feed yourself a consistent diet of that, you will be crazy. You will be fearful, you will be filled with anxiety, you will be confused. Yes. So it's important on a practical level for people to just spend a limited amount of time just to know what's happening every day. Do not spend more time than necessary uh, linking into the collective madness. Hysteria. Yes. So uh, protect yourself from that. Just take in what you need. You need to know the facts of what's going on, but not beyond that. I mentioned earlier the order and disorder and uh, when disorder comes in or chaos comes in or disruption comes in that is the opportunity for deepening because if you don't you suffer more and more so one could interpret the christian cross is there is the the horizontal dimension of life where there's past and future and doing and there's a vertical dimension of life where it's only the present moment and being so this is an invitation to be in your room and experience the being of you rather than get lost continuously in the doing on the horizontal dimension. You go within and you experience your own being as the presence. That's the, that's the awakening, spiritual awakening. And then when you go back into the world, then the reset has actually worked for you. You started by mentioning the word reset then the reset has worked because then perhaps you will be able to continue to be effective in this world, which is the horizontal dimension, without losing your inner connectedness with the, with the dimension of being. So you can do and be at the same time. There's always then some stillness within you, some peace in the background, and you, you deal with things, you create things, you do things. Your human life is fulfilled when you're able to balance the being and doing and dimensions. The doing and the doing. Last year, you, start, you started developing a new program about staying conscious during difficult times. And of course, you had no way of knowing at that time, or maybe you did, E.T., that the pandemic would be the most challenging time that many of us have ever lived through. Your team is now offering five episodes for free to help people navigate these uncharted waters so people watching and listening can find the course at EckhartTolle.com. That's all one word, Eckhart Tolle, one word. Uh, what are some of the key topics that you want to address in this course? Because, I mean, we could talk all day about this. So that's why yeah. you wanted to do a course, right? It's all, all the things that we've been talking about is what we're addressing in this course. The, it's, but it's really uh, how to awaken in this moment how to use this moment to allow ourselves to move forward, how to not feel the fear, but how to stay in the moment and let the fear be what it is and accept your beingness above everything else. You know, my, my favorite Bible verse through this whole time and when I get, you know, I've seen too much news or read too many stories, I just repeat as my mantra, in God I move and breathe and have my being. Yes, have my being. That's a beautiful, beautiful sentence. And then one of my favorite parables is in the New Testament where Jesus talks about there's a man who builds his house on the sand 
And when the, when the wind comes, the floods come, the house is swept away. Then there's a man who digs deep until he finds the rock. And then he builds his house on the rock. And then the winds come, the floods come, and that house is not swept away. So what we need to do is dig deep. That's actually what he says. Dig deep and find the the rock, which means the, the foundation, the being of yourself, so that you are rooted in the being. And then when the winds come, as they are coming now, the floods come, winds beating against the house, and the house stands, which means it doesn't devastate you. You're not devastated anymore. And to some extent, your state of consciousness is no longer dependent on the outside world. You have, then you have found the rock, which is the being. If you have a foundation built on rock, and if not, this is the time to be thinking about how do you get yourself out of the sand. Something that you speak so poignantly about in A New Earth struck me the other day, actually, uh, when I was getting ready to, to do an interview and I was going through my closet and I was thinking, yeah, what does all of this really mean now? All these, uh, all these things mean nothing really. Yes. Yeah. All the things that we use to show our status in the world to say, oh, look who I am. Look what I can have. All of that really, it means nothing. That's right, yes. Yeah. yes. So this is a good moment for that. I'm hoping yeah. that we all come out of it more united in seeing each other as a part of the whole and looking at ourselves. Yes, and see, and uh, I always say we need more love in this world, but in real sense, is love is to recognize the other as ultimately yourself. Because the being of the other is the being of you also. It is the one consciousness appearing in the disguise of many, many forms. Yeah, as another person. As yes. another person. Well, thank you for being disguised well, as Eckhart Tolle. You're <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. You too. Thanks, Oprah. Until the next time. I can't wait to have you at the table again. We'll have one of those four-hour conversations. Right. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... The charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.